And we are live. I'm here with Robert Whitaker. Robert, thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, pleasure's all mine. You broke a few British hearts recently, but <laughs> I have to say it's impossible not to love Bobby Knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? Um, yeah, it, it, it was a tough fight. It was an honourable fight, though. So, like, we, we both went in there. We left our hearts out there. I, I know I have a lot of fans up, up in up in Britain and England, and, <laughs> and, and I'm very I'm very proud of it because uh, I consider it's us against the world, right? <laughs> exactly. There was phenomenal feedback for this interview, so I can confirm to you that you've still got a lot of British fans. <laughs> <laughs> but congratulations. It was an amazing fight. It was, I mean, you've both talked at length about it being like a chess match. Um, I really liked the analogy that you used on the UFC Unfiltered podcast with like previous fights have been like rock, paper, scissors. And this time you were kind of both the rock and it was like the, the battle of, of <laughs> who was yeah. going to win out of you both being rocks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, you know, it's funny. I was hoping that analogy made sense to people because it made sense to me up in my head. But, <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, it was like that. It was like we were both pitching our strengths, which were the same as each other's strengths against each other. So we were trying to create weaknesses and holes to exploit, you know, on the go, on the fly. And it was, it was just, a, just a tricky fight. It was, it was. And like, I feel like the tension was building for such a long time leading up to the fight. We were all so excited when it got announced. We knew it was going to be, well, we hoped it was going to be amazing. And it, it obviously did deliver. But there's a lot of tension involved. You were coming off of a loss. You both had a lot to prove out there. Um, both had a lot of respect for each other. Um, but then the tension seemed to go all the way through the fight. We could feel it even watching it. <laughs> so what was it like to be in there? Um, yeah, it, it was just, it was just. Sorry, let me turn that off. It was just a very, um, like, tension, stressful sort of fight. There was a lot of thinking involved. There was a lot of like uh, tactical decisions on the fly, on the go that were made. Um, Honestly, you know, as stressful as I say it was and, you know, as, as tactical as it was, it was so much fun. It was a fun fight. It was, uh, I, th I feel like it was a fight that we both grew from because those fights push your, your, your mental ability further than, than normal fights, you know, and as well as those fights make the next time you encounter this a little bit easier. Yeah. I feel like the tension as well comes from knowing that, like, one mistake is is all it would take and then in that first round obviously <laughs> yeah. you found yourself yeah. in a very tricky situation <laughs> yeah 100 percent. you know you know that's exactly as you said it's like one mistake and, and you pay for it and <laughs> I pay for it trying to do that leaping hook in the beginning you know i, I like that move i like that that hook it just he just knew it was coming it just dropped an elbow on my chin it is what it is <laughs> And let's talk about the, the knee stomps. Um, obviously, <laughs> you've been on the wrong end of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now, now you've been dishing them out as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So no, I copped it. And ever since then, you know, I was like, these aren't bad. <laughs> so so now, now I just start throwing them to other people. And what are your feelings on them? Would you like them taken and out of the game or now that <laughs> you've uh, kind of mastered them yourself you want to keep on throwing them to be fair I want, like 
I'm happy for them to be taken out, but only if I if they bring back like other stuff like soccer kicks and downed opponent kicks and longer rounds, that sort of thing. Funny enough, that was one of the questions that we had from a viewer sent in. If you could change one rule in MMA, what would it be? So yours um, would be soccer kicks. Uh, that's hard, you know, one rule. So I like I like 10-minute rounds. I reckon 10-minute rounds would be pretty sweet. So um, I don't know. I, I'm on the fence with 10-minute rounds or soccer kicks. Like, uh, Where do you stand on headbutts? Head, yeah, headbutts are fine. If you want to do it, why not? <laughs> I don't think like, that wouldn't be up there on my first priorities to try and get past, <laughs> you know, because I don't really like headbutting people. <laughs> it seems like a it seems like a two for you, one for me sort of arrangement with that with that technique. Yeah, or maybe it's like you know the way that Thai people, uh, Thai fighters, prepare their legs by kicking trees. Maybe you just have to go around headbutting them yeah, for a while. I, I don't want my head look. Go, I don't want to go around look, with my head looking like my leg. <laughs> <laughs> right. True. Fair point. Fair point. Um, the interviews that I've seen you do since the fight, you seem so relaxed and happy and just like, you know, really and relieved as well, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Is that fair to say? Yeah, no, I am. I'm really happy. I'm really, really happy. I'm, I'm still in isolation, so I haven't seen my family yet, and that's, that's eaten away at me. But, yeah. but I, I'm really happy right now, though. Like, I'm enjoying the game. I'm enjoying the, the aspects of the game. I'm enjoying the media. I'm enjoying the training. I'm enjoying the boys, like the, the, the team. Everything is just honestly. I mean, I'm just enjoying. I'm enjoying life, and I think that's a huge part of just enjoying this career that is quite stressful at times. You have to enjoy yeah. it. You know, you have to take the fun out of it, and um, the fun's back in the game. And I'm just really having a good time. Certainly, coming off a win helps. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it does. <laughs> And talk to me about that stress and, like, you said you called it burnout, but just, like, do you think that was something that came with being the champion and all the obligations that go with that or was that just being in camp after camp? What do you think um, caused that? Well, I think it was a combination of just uh, of not changing things up to that point, so just keeping the same the same training for uh, about six years. You, know, you do anything for, for you know, a, a prolonged period of time, us to wear away absolutely in love with it the whole time but even then you do the same thing you love every day for six years you, you get sick of it you want to change things up yeah so i think it was a combination of a, of a whole host of things one being that two being like the hard fights with yol they were they were hard fights so so coming out of those and then like the there was a little bit of stress around the second fight as well like with him not making weight and then yeah. not knowing if I was going to fight and, and all the other stuff that came with it. And then the fight itself was a nightmare. <laughs> that was a hard fight. <laughs> so I think I think, I think like a combination of that and then as well as being the champ, the added media, the hype around the fight, the, the attention I received in Australia. Like I think it was just a whole host of things, you know, and not letting myself properly relax, properly yeah. step aside from the game and just enjoy that. So, mm. so how do you overcome that? have a break <laughs> you know I, I i have i had a break before while i was trying to find myself i guess and yeah. uh, i learned a lot about myself and now like i breaks are breaks breaks aren't, aren't aren't just for your body but more so for your for your head right yeah so breaks are, are really important to to step away from all that uh, two, I enjoy the game. You have to enjoy. You have to keep it interesting. You have to keep it fun. Fun's a big thing for me. I know fun is a term that's like, you know, sometimes it's very um, 
like childish sometimes when when people say but i like i have to have fun when i'm doing what i'm doing fun will get me there fun will get, yeah. keep me there you know and uh that to me is is a big thing so we like i don't know the the, the coaches were like we all we all brainstorm i told them how i feel they told me how they feel and we just came to this conclusion like we just worked little things out we added little things took little things out and you know all the training is just fun i'm having fun with everything again yeah, you certainly look like you do. Um, <laughs> was was there any point where you considered not coming back? That that's the thing with my break, and, then, and I think like if you in a position where you're burnt out and you need to do it properly, is that I didn't. You can't have a break knowing you'll come back. You know yeah. what I mean? Because then you're not really you're not really away from it, and that's how all my mm. breaks were prior to that. Like they were just like, okay, I'll fight in November, but I'll have a break now. So you're not you're not completely taking yourself out of the game and uh this this time like i knew i had to do this properly otherwise it'll just drag out and i'll be here again in a year's time or six months time or after the next fight so i i didn't know if i'd come back i didn't know what i was going to do which is scary in itself i stepped aside and then you know fortunately enough it led me back here yeah i'm always really pleased when people especially at the kind of high profile level you are uh, really honest about those experiences and um you know people like rose namayunis saying that she was quite relieved when she, when she lost the the belt and even till when he said that you know before mm. his kelvin gastelum fight he felt like just not going yeah. out into the ring and i think it's really important for for people to know that you guys are human yeah 100% more than anything else well, we're really glad that you're back in a great place and so much so that you've signed up for or agreed to another fight already yeah. with Derek Cannonier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That should be a great fight. I, um, You know, I was, I was fortunate enough to come out of that fight with uh, no injuries. So, um, I, and I wanted to get another fight before the end of the year, preferably before Christmas so I could enjoy Christmas and New yeah. Year's. You know, that's a big <laughs> thing for me to enjoy that with my family. So, um. And then, yeah, so no injuries, you know, fight around October. Yeah, why not? There's enough time. There's plenty of time. It's not rushed. Yeah, I'll do it. Why not? So that means straight back into fight camp for you, though, presumably. Uh, more or less. Like, there's still plenty of time. And, and the good thing about it being close but not too close is that during this two weeks, like, break, I, I'm given, I can't get too fat. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't get too unfit, which is which is great. I won't be starting from scratch again. So that that's a good thing. You obviously don't binge eat like me. I could certainly oh. manage it in two weeks. I, trust me, I it's like I'm trying. It's like I'm trying to get fat. Like I just there are there are nights I'm laying in bed with like packets of chips and I'm just just eating for the sake of it. I, I can't sleep on my belly. I'm that full. <laughs> or sometimes you're like, I just need this to go down so I can eat something else. <laughs> oh, I'm, just, I'm not even hungry anymore. I just keep eating. <laughs> <laughs> but the Cannoneer fight's going to be pretty different to any of the last few fights that you've trained for. What What do you think that he poses that's, that's different to what you've seen before and what are you looking out for? He obviously has a, a good skill set, like a great skill set. He, he's in the top five, right? Um, but I think his biggest his busy, biggest attributes is just that he he hits like a truck, and he's yeah. tough and resilient and athletic. Like he just, and that 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 in itself is very very dangerous, you know. So um, but the, like 
I'm not I'm not too worried about it really because I'm I'm not worried about any fight because I think I'm better than everybody else <laughs> for one. Yeah. But but on paper I think I'm better than Jared across the board. I've got better striking, grappling, cardio, stamina, strength, power. I think I think I'm better than him across the board. Um, it's it's more more about this fight's going to be about trying to lead the dance and not getting hit by his big hands. Not getting hit. Just it sounds so easy when you say it like that, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Simple game plan. Don't get hit. <laughs> Let me go to a few of the fan questions. Um, Glenn said um, that you said the Till fight was a chess match. How was his striking compared to Adesanya? And how do you think that fight would go if Till ever fought Adesanya? Um, I'd be very curious about that fight because they're both sort of kickboxers. So uh, I think it'd be very interesting. Um, honestly, with Adesanya, it's hard to say because I, I feel I could have done better with Adesanya. You know, but I'm not going to take anything away from him. He, he turned on that night. I did not. And uh, that's how it was. But um, I, I think it, I could have done better. It's, it's hard to say. I was kind of, I was in a much better place for this till fight than I was for Adesanya. You know, yeah. styles make fight. It's hard to say. I think that's why people respect you so much because you never make excuses and and clearly you've got strong feelings on how you were feeling going into that fight and how that impacted your performance. But you're always very quick to to say that you're not discounting anything that he did that night. Yeah, well, because... Like sometimes you have a bad night's sleep and you and you go to thinking like there's always an excuse just there. There's always an excuse just there, and that's just the game. Sometimes you're going to go into fights and feel terrible. The camp was terrible and perform great, and sometimes yeah. vice versa. It's, it's just that's just the game. That's why it's a tricky beast. True. Uh, one from Danny Brough. In your ideal scenario, what does the next eighteen months look like in regards to opponents and venues? Uh, venues, I guess, might be a little bit out of your hand. Yeah, yeah. So no idea about venues. Like the world's crazy right now. <laughs> um, fight Canadian in, in October, and then fight someone again in 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 March, April. That that sounds good for me. So you want to stay active? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. You know, I um I'm enjoying the game. I want to I want to just get better. I, like I need to put my skills to the test against these hard opponents. I need to yeah. see where I can go, and um. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm enjoying it. We talked about it a lot within the team. Did you feel like you deserved an immediate title match after beating Till? Um, you know, I've never really thought about it. Like, uh, I don't. Yeah, I've never really thought about it. Like, the, my my whole mindset going into like moving through the ranks the first time to the belt was just you line them up I'll knock them down and you win enough fights you'll be on top and that's my men- that's my mentality here as well it's like got to beat them all anyway you know got to knock them all down anyway and if I just keep winning I'll eventually there'll be no one left yeah well you certain ha- certainly haven't taken any easy routes <laughs> that's for sure <laughs> Another question from Danny. Um, I heard you talking about on UFC Unfiltered about being a bit of a gamer. Um, yeah. What computer games were you playing throughout the camp for Till and what's next on the list for the next camp? He also said, if you're any good on Warzone, add him. But if you're rubbish, don't bother. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
for the cam with with Till, I was playing just my my standard like Elder Scrolls Online. Love that game. Escape a little bit makes the cut a little bit easier. Um, it's always a great fun, great fun. Um, and uh, in terms of Warzone, yeah, like you know, I'm pretty good, pretty good. Don't want to <laughs> don't want to brag, but I win just about every game. Probably won't add you. Probably won't add you, but because you'll you'll hold me back. <laughs> Sorry, Danny. <laughs> One from Craig <clears throat> Day. Hi, Rob. What did you learn from the Adesanya fight, and what changes have you made in camp? Uh, the the changes were nothing drastic. Just like small changes, and a lot of them. It's very hard for me to go into and list them. Um, like like some of them were just times. Some of them were just times and days we did things, moved to other days. It's it's hard to say. Plus, like with the corona that that spread around the world, it's everything had to change anyway. Like all the yeah. times got shifted anyway. So so it's too much a list. So but you can you can put the piece together from there. Um, and without a sound, you're like I learned more about the process leading into the fight than I did about myself in the actual fight because I believe I wasn't there. I wasn't fighting the way I usually do. I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't all there with that fight. So you get a, yeah, you know, but, but, but the, the result, like the, the fight was a result of the process leading into the octagon. You know, it was, yeah. it was getting there. It was a camp and um, I learned a lot about myself and, and just how I was doing things, getting there and then post fight. Okay. Um, <laughs> I feel bad asking this, but do you see yourself competing against Darren Till again down the road? Do you get any extra incentive to run that back eventually? Uh, run that back eventually with people making the argument for Till winning the fight. Now <laughs> you had you had the rematch with Joel Romero, and the first thing <laughs> Joe Rogan asked you was if there would be a third fight. <laughs> Yeah, How do you uh, feel about rematches when when you've won the first one. <laughs> um, you know, it was it was a tough fight. Like, I don't want to do it right now. Like, like I'm sure we can. I'm sure we can run it back another time. Like, we're roughly about the same age, aren't we? And so we're both pretty yeah. young in the game still. So we've got plenty of time. I'm sure we'll run it back one day. But like, there's, there's plenty of other people to fight right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, How tough I'm, is it I'm, to go back into camp for the same person? Oh, it's. Gets repetitive, yeah. <laughs> you know, and the, it's tricky. It is tricky. It's 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 different. It's it's different. Yeah, fair enough. Mm. And one thing I wanted to ask you about fighting Darren was the fact that he's such a nutter on social media. Oh, what was it nuts. like to be <laughs> on the end of Rob? <laughs> like every yeah. half an you know, hour, a month. Yeah. Yo, you know what? You know what though? It's like. I think that would get to me if I spent more time on socials. So right. like I use I use my socials as a way to just keep all my fans and friends and everybody updated with what's going on with me and what I'm doing because they're interested in that stuff. But like I don't I'm not on it all the time talking to people and you know, doing stuff like that, which yeah. is probably to my detriment as much as it is to as a as a blessing, right? <laughs> Whereas um Darren's on it all the time. I, I remember when he put up a post that was funny. I thought it was funny. I think I actually I actually like his humor. I think I think it's like an Australian English thing. Like yeah, like we get the humor, whereas like all the other guys <laughs> don't get it and they think we're putting it on them. 
But but I understand he's just taking a piss. So he puts like he puts up posts and stuff like that. And I was like, one day I just saw it and I was like, oh, okay, I'll put up one too. And then like within 20 minutes, he hit me back up with another one. And I was like, I can't play this game, bro. <laughs> like, for one, for one, I'm not ashamed to say I'll lose this game because you are on. Like this is your realm and I don't want a piece of it. So I just, I just was like, that was me and I bowed out. <laughs> With him, I don't know if uh, if any of it's mind games or if he just finds it hilarious. And when he's boarding camp, that's his way of dealing with it. Yeah, I think I think he just has a bit of fun with it. I think he actually finds it interesting and has a bit of a laugh with it. I think like the fact that it gets under some guy's skin is like a you know just a bonus. But I think he just well, Mike enjoys Kelly it. Mike hasn't taken it very well. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he understands us very well. <laughs> no. uh, Glenn wants to know if you've unblocked. <clears throat> from instagram yeah yeah <laughs> I him at one point, I, no 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 I'm, I'm, it's funny I, I, it's funny that people pick that up so um yeah because I, I followed him before it and because i find him funny and like yeah. he's, a, he's a cool dude so i followed him but then like every time i jump on insta there's something he's putting up there's something he's putting up. It's his it's his bloody face every time i fucking turn my phone on and i just <laughs> at that point i was like man we're about to fight in a month i can't keep staring at you every time so i, I just blocked him so that his his bloody face doesn't show up on my feet every day <laughs> um but oh, yeah i've unblocked him since then he knows or Glenn William knows, he knows. <laughs> yeah. I think it was really nice, actually, the the kind of friendliness between you two and the respect you had for each other. And it just goes to show that you don't need to trash talk each other to all some of his posts could be deemed trash talking, I guess. But he's he's very honest about the fact that he really respects you and likes you. And I think, you know, you don't have to sell fights by you know, abusing no. each other or throwing things at each other. Yeah, and that's exactly it. That, 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 that's exactly it. I think I think because we're under the spotlight, it's our duty to be good role models and good examples. Yeah. Uh, MMA Funny wants to know the funniest thing that happened on The Ultimate Fighter, the smashes. <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I can't really remember that. That's so far long ago. I don't know. Probably when the boys were snorting wasabi, that was pretty funny. Like, <laughs> that was a terrible thing to do, idiots. <laughs> um, otherwise, I don't know. There are a lot of little funny moments, but there's nothing that just screams at me like, above and beyond. It wasn't one of the most horrible series. Like when I look back on some of the stuff that's happened in the tough house and yeah. people peeing in each other's beds and gloves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. no, and that's that's good. Someone, if someone peed in my bed, like I'll probably try and stab him in his sleep. <laughs> like, 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 I'm not playing. <laughs> Whenever I watch it, I just say to my husband, "I <clears> live <throat> in that house." <laughs> What was it like to be in that house? Terrible. I hated it. I hated every second of it. Absolutely. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me to hear at all. <laughs> no. Um, so both you and Till said that due to the skills of both fighters and each other's tactics, your recent fight was very stressful. Considering this, what other fights have come close to that level of stress and what future opponent would you expect to have similar frustrations with? Um, probably uh, probably Adesanya again, if I run it back with him. Uh, in terms of like any other fight, I don't think 
at the top of my head, no other fight comes close to to the stress and like I don't know mental game that was with uh, with Till. Um, either nothing comes to mind, or I can't remember exactly like uh, how how some of the fights felt because I don't know they all blur in the one. I don't don't take a lot of stock into it. Yeah, and was it just because of the opponent and the type of fight it was, or was it coming off of a loss as well that made it yeah. more pressurized? No, well, that 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 definitely added pressure coming off a loss. You know, I, like there's always those thoughts. You don't want to be that guy who loses his belt and just becomes a washout. You know, and just and let alone you don't want to be you don't want to lose twice. You don't want to, you don't want to lose twice. It's terrible, especially after you've changed everything or you've changed a lot of things in your camp and how you're doing things. It's then have a loss. It just makes you second guess everything. It's just terrible. So, but all that is self-imposed, right? So, I guess I, I had a lot of self-imposed stress. Um, mm. Yeah, I feel like that's even though Darren is the the Brit and we were rooting for him in that regard. That's why people are so happy for you and and just like so pleased to see you this happy afterwards. It's, it's really <laughs> really good to see. Yeah, thank you. Uh, James Hamilton wants to know after the wars with Romero, do any big hitters worry you, especially? As most don't have his wrestling, I guess. Uh, yeah, I guess big, big hitters are always well worry. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and uh, more so if they if they don't wrestle and they have more focus on the striking. Like Kenny Nair is going to be dangerous just because of that fact. He's yeah, he's a, he's a big hitter, but he's probably got probably got better striking than Romero. Um, and he's definitely taller with longer reach, so it's worrying. Um. But I guess, honestly, everybody in the middleweight division hits hard. Yeah. You know, every, everyone hits hard. And we wear such small gloves. It doesn't take much. You just, you just take one accurate shot on the chin, you're out. It's done, you know, this game. Um, but I guess I'll, I'll let you guys in on the, 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 the secret to, to MMA and to becoming Please a champion. It, 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 it's don't get hit. That's it. <laughs> That's the secret. That's the secret. Don't get hit. You don't get hit, and you're you're like you'll go very very far, guys. I heard you say something. I f I find you really insightful to listen to and interview. <laughs> you said something else about the middleweight division that I 100% agreed with, and it's like the middleweight division is the the perfect balance between people who have that power, but people still have the speed and the agility, and yeah. that's so true. Yeah, it's dangerous. I wish I was taller and bigger so I could go to heavyweight. <laughs> try, to, try to slow things down a bit. Well, going up a weight class did work out well for you. So. Yeah, but I'm, I'm too short now. Like I'm, I'm barely, I'm barely tall enough for this division. Like and my arms aren't long enough. I need, I need, need to grow a couple of inches and get some, get some longer arms. <laughs> Um, I'll I'll try and cover these questions quickly. Um, you're a very popular guy. Uh, would you like to have the opportunity to fight in London again? Oh, uh, good God! Sorry, I choked you. <laughs> uh, would you uh, hottest unknown in my Okay, yeah, this is an easy one because they're they're, they're in my team. Jacob Malcoon just got signed with the UFC. Hopefully, he'll be fighting in the same card later this month. Uh, not this month, but later in the year. Hopefully, we'll be on the same card. So, <clears throat> he's the first one in my team to get signed, and he is legit. He'll be top ten. Mark my words. He'll be top five probably. I'm happy he's on my team. All right, put it that way. 
Wow, I'm gonna hunt him down for an interview then. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, he's 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 legit. He's very good. He's very good. Um, is he is he fifty Kefu? Is another another guy that's just tearing up the scene down here. He's you know hopping a skip away from the UFC as well. He's got that knockout power, relentless pressure, and honestly, I've never seen anyone train as much as him, ever. Like. It's, it's ridiculous. So those two boys are the closest in to the UFC right now. One's already in. And then the rest of my team, we're just, we're just breeding them up. You know, they're, 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 they're coming up and we've got a real small team, but they're all legit. You know, everybody in the team is there to make a career out of this game, out of this sport. And, yeah, we, we, you'll, you'll see. You'll start to see them. Amazing. Uh Rob Cunningham says, are there any fighters you looked up to before making it to the UFC? And if you could fight anyone past or present, who would it be? Um, <clears throat> yeah, I didn't really. Probably, probably like if I had to pick one fighter I looked up to, probably George St. Pierre. That guy, that guy's phenomenal. Like, I think he was a great role model for the sport. Got a great role model as a person and just like yeah. he was true athlete and martial artist so that was it would have to be him and uh if i could fight anyone past the present i don't want to fight anyone like but i don't have to fight i'm not gonna <laughs> it's like i'm not gonna just fight for fun that seems silly like this is my job it's like it's like a plumber going to your house to to fix things for free it's like <laughs> that's it why and if i <clears throat> And if I am going to get paid for the fight, then I'll fight someone that's real easy. Like, easy. Like bad, like bad easy. Like, I don't know, some maybe a, a, a straw weight woman. <laughs> like, and just and just try to keep her on the outside so I don't get clipped. This was another thing Till said about you on Bisping's podcast was, I hope the worst Rob Whitaker turns up. I don't understand yeah. people who say I want to yeah. be the best version of them. I hope the worst one there's ever was, been of him. I was up. hoping Till would break his foot on the way to the ring. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I hope he got food poisoning and, and everything else that happened. But, yeah, I'm very much, I'm very much on, on his side for that. We're going to war. We're going, to, we're going to fight. I don't, I don't want you to be better than you need to be. Like, <laughs> I hope you're sick when I fight you, so I can smash you. <laughs> this 100% makes sense to me. I've never understood people who say I want to buy nah. be the best version. <laughs> yeah, they're not, they're nutters. That's why. <laughs> One last question before I let you go: Who's going to win in the Adesanya Costa fight? Do you think? Hard to say. Costa's got a big X factor. He's got chin, power, cardio. He's just explosive. He's, he's a dangerous fighter. But I think if I was a betting man, I'd go Adesanya. He's just got a great skill set. I think he can just edge it out. Amazing. And who would you most like to fight in the rematch? The easier guy. <laughs> oh, they're both killers, right? But I guess I don't like the only one I have any sort of feeling for is like I'd like to run it back with Adesanya. That's about yeah. it. Well, Rob, I certainly think that you're going to be a champ again in the, the not-so-distant future. Um, and even though it would mean fighting him again, I'd love to see that fight with Till again. Uh, thank <laughs> you. for. I know it was stressful for both of you guys, but for the fans, it was a real treat. And um, thank you again for your time tonight. Uh, stay happy, stay healthy, and can't wait for your next fight. No, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Rob.